Welcome to the Purposeful Parenting Podcast. I'm Harriet Rowe, wife and mother of four adult children, three girls and one boy, all graduates of the United States Military Academy at West Point. Grab a cup of tea or coffee, get cozy, and take in your weekly dose of Purposeful Parenting. Here we go. Welcome to another episode of Purposeful Parenting. Some of you have probably had experiences that made you aware that God was communicating with you, that God was doing something in your life. Some of you may not have had that experience, but have you ever thought about how important it is to share these experiences with your children? Now, you might ask me why I would say that, and it's because it shows them that God is real and that he helps them. Remember, your children are learning from you. So it stands to reason then that they will learn that God interacts in their lives as you share your experiences with them. Remember, You teach your child about life, and that life includes the most important thing in your life and in your child's life, and that is helping your child to know God and to get to know that he's real. Now, you do this just like you do every other thing when you are teaching your child. You are going to teach them by verbalizing. You're going to teach them by modeling godly behavior. Your actions will show your children how to act. And you teach them by sharing your experiences that you have had with God. Now, today, I want to share a few of the things that my parents shared with me that helped me know that God was real. And I want to share some of the experiences that I have had that I shared with our children. Now, the main thing I want to share with you regarding my parents was a story about an answer to prayer. My father told us that when he was about 12 years old, he was very, very sickly And they didn't know what they were going to do. He weighed maybe 50, 60 pounds, whatever. He was very underweight. And he overheard the doctor telling his father that there was absolutely nothing else that they could do for him. My father said that he got out of his bed, dropped down to his knees, and he said, Dear Lord, Please don't let me die a young man. Let me live to see the beauties of your earth. Well, the story went on to say that my father lived to be 105 years old. And up until the last few months, he was a very healthy 105 year old. Now, 
in addition to that, remember part of his prayer was, let me live to see the beauties of your earth. Well, during his lifetime, my father traveled several times to Europe. He went to Paris. He went to uh, Amsterdam. He went to um, Italy. He just traveled throughout the, the world to see the beauties of God's creation. In addition to that, he traveled all throughout the United States. And as I mentioned, he was healthy. He lived to be 105 years old. Now, the interesting thing about this prayer is that one day I was sitting beside him talking and we were laughing and joking. And all of a sudden it dawned on me. I said, Daddy, God used Dennis and I to help answer that prayer. And he looked at me as though it took you this long to remember that. Well, now remember, my father prayed that prayer when he was 12 years old. God started putting answers in place and had Dennis and I be a part of the answer to that prayer because we had him come see us several times when we were in Germany and when we were in Belgium and he traveled throughout Europe and he traveled throughout the United States. Now, hearing my father tell us that story and to see how God answered it put some things in my mind. And the main thing was God answers prayers. He will answer prayers. And I find myself reflecting back to that story and to that answered prayer when I feel like God is not answering mine. And I know that he is in the prayer answering business. God will answer your prayers his way and in his timing, and he will use the people that he wants to use to help answer those prayers. Now, let me share a couple of experiences that I have had in my own life that lets me know that God has been communicating with me and he has been working in my life. The first one was with our daughter, Allison. When she was about six months old, it just seems like she was always having high temperatures and the doctors couldn't find out what was causing them. Well, one particular night, I um, checked her temperature and it was like 102, 103. And I did what you normally do. I gave her the Tylenol. I sponged her down. And just before I went to bed, I thought, let me just put her in the bathtub and, and wipe her down to help bring that temperature down. So that's what I did. Now, as I took her out of the bathtub, I was getting ready to do what you would normally do when you're through with the tub, right? I was going to let the water out. Just as plain as day, I heard, no, leave the water, close the door. Well, at the time, Allison was the only child, so that's what I did. I closed the door, left the water in the bathtub. And when she was sick, we would always keep her in the bed with us. Well, 
I felt her in the middle of the night moving around and I reached over and I said, Allison, and she felt like rubber in my hands. I picked her up, I called for Dennis and I ran into the bathroom where the light was still on. And all of a sudden she went (gasps) and stopped breathing. Well, being a nurse, my first thing was to start doing CPR. That same voice said to me, no, in the bathtub. I pushed her into the water and suddenly she started breathing again. We called 911 and everything turned out okay. There are no coincidences. God spoke to me and told me to leave the water in the tub. I don't know how it would have turned out if I had tried to do CPR, but I do know that that water shocked her back. The next thing was when I was working in a hospital and it was Memorial Day and it was midnight. I was on my way home and all of a sudden it was it was raining and what I thought was just the mist from the rain started getting a little thicker. And I thought, oh my goodness, this looks like smoke. So I pulled over and I had just passed the exit that had all the filling stations, all the gas stations where I could have gotten help. Now, mind you, this is Memorial Day weekend and it's midnight. Well, I pulled over and I sat there for a minute or two and I thought, well, I'll just sit here and Dennis will miss me and he'll come looking to see what's going on. Now, there were no cell phones at the time, so I couldn't call him. And the exit was a little ways back and it was pouring down rain. So I sat there for a little while. Next thing I knew, it was like, get out of the car, flag a car down. And I'm thinking, flag a car down. And I said to myself, okay, Lord, You've got to stop the right car. Well, as it turns out, I flagged down somebody. Nobody stopped. And I thought, nobody's going to stop. Keep flagging is the word that came to my head or to my heart, I should say. Well, a person stopped and pulled over. It was a young girl. And she said to me, I never stopped to pick up anybody and especially at night. Then she said, but I felt compelled to stop. I couldn't help myself. Then she went on to tell me, after I told her where I was going, she lived right there in the same area. So she dropped me off. Now, as it turns out, I got there Dennis was sleeping. Who knows how long I would have been sitting in that car. Well, the next day, excuse me, the next day was Sunday. He got up and he went to try to find the, the car and he found a phone booth. Yep. Way back then there were still phone booths. And he called me and he said, Hey, Hare, are you sure you left this car where you said you did? And I told him, I said, I know I did, Dennis. And in my mind, I'm thinking, what thief would want to take a broken down car? Well, the long and short of it is, 
a couple of people overheard Dennis talking and said, did your car have charcoal briskets and was it green and was it this? And he said, yeah. He said, it was towed away because another car coming down the road, the driver fell asleep and ran into that car and they took it to the junkyard. Dennis went and took a look at that car, took pictures. The car was like an accordion. Now, mind you, my plan was to sit in that car and wait. But God's plan was for me to get out and he stopped the right person to take me. And I think about that now. And I think had I been in that car, it would have been certain death. But God had other plans for me. Another one, again, was about Allison. And she had a difficult time getting pregnant. And that's her story. And I'm sure at some point she'll share more with it. And she has in a book. Um, But I won't go into detail with that. But Dennis and I were on a cruise. And we stopped at one of the places. And I was looking at little dresses. And I thought, huh, that would be so cute for Allison's little girl. And I stopped, I thought, Allison's little girl, Allison isn't even pregnant. So I thought, I am not getting that dress. We were somewhere in Greece. I thought, I'm not getting that. Well, I walk down further, and I hear in my heart, you don't have any faith, do you? I turned around, ran back, and I purchased that dress. Well, as it turns out, Allison had a sonogram. This was a a year later. Mind you, she wasn't even pregnant. This was a year or so later when she got pregnant. And Allison said, I don't want anybody else to know what the sexes are. She was having twins. She says, but I know my mom will not tell anybody. She won't even tell me. So you can tell her. So we closed the door and I told the nurse, I said, you know what? I don't know what one of those babies would be, but I know one is a girl for sure. And as it turns out, there were two, obviously, and one was indeed a girl. And the second was a girl. I had only gotten one dress, but I did listen to my heart to what God said and had faith that Allison would be pregnant. Another story or experience that I had was about the time that Allison and Lauren were both in Iraq at the same time. And there were times when I would hear things on the news and I think what they could have been there. They could have been going through some of these situations. And people would say to me, how did you get through having the both of them over there. And my answer was always the same God that took care of them here was going to take care of them there. Well, this one particular time I was driving into work and I'm sitting at a stop sign and I'm listening to the news and I hear that a helicopter had crashed And I knew that Allison had told me that she was on those helicopters a lot. 
And I said, dear Lord, Allison could have been on that helicopter. Just as plain as day in my heart. And it was so plain, it sounded like a passenger in the seat was saying this. And the words were, if she had been, they would have been okay. Now, when I told Dennis this, he said, so the words you heard were, if, if she had been, she would have been okay? I said, no, if she had been, they would have been okay. Now, I stress the they because it was almost like the prayers that were going up for Allison was also covering the other people that were around her. And Allison and Lauren both told me at different times that they knew, they knew without a doubt that their names were going up before the throne of God because of some of the things that happened when they were there. God answers prayers and God covers you and God lets you know that he is active in your life. The last thing I want to cover was regarding a friend of mine. I was away from home. I was visiting a friend and I had my cell phone on the side so that the alarm would go off or whatever, but it, I never looked at it when I was sleeping. But this particular time, I rolled over and I picked up my phone and I looked at it and it was a friend saying that she was having a hard time. And I started texting back and forth with her and she went on into a little bit more detailed about what was going on. And by the time we stopped texting, it sounded as though she was feeling better. Well, she sent me another text and she said, I am so thankful that you answered when you did because I was thinking about committing suicide. You see, God answered her prayer and who knows who else was praying for her. I know I had been praying for her off and on. But God woke me up in the middle of the night, had me do something that I don't normally do, and I was able to text back and forth, God is active. God will take part in our lives if we let him. So you see, you need to share experiences with your children. You need to tell them how God has helped you. You need to let them hear how your prayers have been answered. If you have to write down something that you're praying about, put it in a prayer jar, and then when it's answered, read it to your children. But somehow they need to see that God is active in your life. They need to see that you are depending on God. He has worked in your life and he helps you every day, whether you are aware of it or not. Let your children see these things so that they will know 
that God is a real person, that God is a person who loves them, a person who cares about them, and a person who will help them no matter what. It's important that you do that. It's important that you show them that God isn't just this word, but God is a man of his word, a man who keeps his promises, and he is real, and he wants to be active in their lives. The only way, parents, that God will be able to become real in your child's life is for you to teach them, just like you teach them everything else, for you to model that behavior, just like you model everything else. Let them see you praying for and saying grace. Let them see you say, praying at night. Let them see you reading your Bible. Let them know that God is real. Let them know that God cares about you and cares about them. It is up to you, parents, to teach your children about life. And it is up to you to teach them about the most important person in their life, and that is Jesus Christ, the Almighty God. In the next episode of Purposeful Parenting, we will look at how to hear from and how to listen to God and how this can help us as we parent on purpose. Thank you for listening to this week's episode of Purposeful Parenting. For more tips on parenting, or if you would like to reach out, please visit me on HarrietRowe.com and follow me on Facebook, Harriet Rowe. That's Harriet with two T's. I look forward to grabbing a cup of tea or coffee with you next week. Feel free to invite a friend. Until then, this is Harriet Rowe reminding you to parent on purpose. Thank you.